Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in in what part of the country? Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk, with Pastor Henry Moss, here on another prophecy program, that's right, my Tuesday prophecy class, which I normally teach at Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries, has changed temporarily, that's right. I'm uh, now teaching it uh, uh, here on this radio show, WLQV 1500 AM. Tell all of my students to tune in as we continue to study biblical prophecy, to deal with their prophecy questions, and just generally to talk with me about the Bible. Okay, I miss you guys. Hopefully you miss me too. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. And uh, just to make sure that you guys don't get rusty, by rusty, don't act like you don't know what I mean, okay? When you haven't been challenged in a Bible study for a long time, it's easy for your mind to begin to wander, for you to get lazy in your studies. I'm bringing an end to all that right now. This is the prophecy class, and we're going to have a prophecy review today. So all of those of you who are in that class or the newcomers to that class, uh, which, by the way, I can't wait to get back at the church where it belongs. Um, uh, but we'll do this for the time being. I want you to tune in now and answer just a few questions. That's right, a few questions, questions that you've heard before. As I've told many of my students, and I continue to say so, So, uh, the old reading is better than the new reading. In other words, you need to do a lot more review than you need to do of studying new material. Make sure that you have review on the table because that will uh, assure you of having an answer about about biblical prophecy when someone comes up to ask you a question. So that's what we're going to deal with today is review stuff. That's right, review. Can you guys answer these questions correctly? These are all going to be prophecy questions. And so if you think you know the answer, you can give us a call at area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Henry Moss. At the same time, 
this is the Bible Talk program, so any questions you have about the Bible, even questions off topic, you can call. That number, once again, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. All right, so let's begin. Let's start right off the box with a real easy, easy, easy question. Well, you know, that's what Pastor Moss always says, and usually the questions are some humdingers, right? They're not that easy. But here's one I think uh, uh, my students, especially those of you who've been in the class with me for a while, can deal with. Here is the question. It starts with this. The, okay, the blank church will remain on earth after the rapture. The blank church will, re- will remain on the earth after the rapture. So your job is to fill in that blank. What is meant that the blank church will remain on earth after the rapture? What word fills in that blank? Okay? Uh, prophecy students do believe, prophecy scholars believe, that there will be a church on the earth during the tribulation period. Okay? Okay? Uh, there will be a church that remains on the earth after the rapture. What will that church be? Give us a call if you know the answer. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. And we have begun. The program has started, my friends. It's time for you. If you have a question about the Bible, about Christian living, a question about biblical prophecy, and especially if you have an answer to my question, right? The question again is this. The blank church, the blank church will remain on earth after the rapture, okay? Uh, What fills in that blank? What kind of a church will this be? Do you know? If you know, you need to call. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Call if you have an answer to my question. If you have something else about biblical prophecy you'd like to discuss or anything about the Bible that's of interest to you, okay? If that is uh, what anything is on your mind, as long as it is about the Bible, theology, it is welcome here. The number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. The phone lines are open for you now. And... Getting into prophecy, definitely we talk in terms of, of a rapture. Some believe in pre-trib, mid-trib, post-trib. Don't want to argue with you. I lean towards uh, pre-trib uh, myself, no doubt attributed to the fact that I went to uh, William Tyndale College back in the day, which had a very focus on that as well. But uh, I believe that the other views bear some merit. Uh, but I think that uh, uh, at the end of the day, uh, pre-trib seems to me to be the way to go. But regardless of that, when the rapture takes place, there will be a church remaining on the planet. What will that church be? What kind of a church will it be? There will be a church, but what kind? If you know the answer to that question, give us a call at area code 866-423-9578. That's area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss on this another prophecy class uh, experience for us, okay? So please give us a call with any questions you have about the Word of God. Now, as we look at the rapture, 
we look at that and we go to 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, uh, 14, 1 Thessalonians 4 and 14, the Bible is clear. It says, for if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. Then verse 15, for this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive. So when Jesus comes back, there will be those who are alive. It says uh, that we which are alive and remain to the coming of the Lord shall not prevent, that means shall not go before them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. That, my friends, is a picture, a description in the Bible of the rapture of the church, the rapture that takes place. Uh, And so my question dealing with it, we know at the time of the rapture, all believers, all right, all believers, both living, those that are alive and those that are dead, gone to be with the Lord, okay? However, there will still be folks left down here on the planet who have not accepted Jesus Christ as uh, as their Savior. So the question is, the question is this, what will these folks, and there will be people having religious ceremonies, no doubt, as well, okay? There will be a church, okay? still here. But what church will it be? What type of church will it be? What would be the correct name for this church? If you know, give us a call at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Okay? Give us a call if you have an answer to the question, or you might have a question of your very own that you want to ask on the Bible Talk program. Either way, it's up to you. Just make sure you give us a call, area code 866-423-9578. Now, now that may be kind of confusing. You say the church has been raptured, Pastor Moss. Then you say that there will be a church here. Yeah, yeah, there will be, uh, based upon uh, the, uh, the rapture scenario. Okay, and especially if we look at pre-trip, there will be a church. What kind of church will it be? Okay, what kind of church will it be? Well, I can't tell you directly that's uh, your task, but um, definitely it's going to be a lot different from uh, the church that is raptured. That is one thing that is for sure. Uh, we need to realize that definitely uh, just because you see a steeple, just because you see church windows, it does not mean that the folks in there are really having church. Okay? <laughs> That's not necessarily the case. And here is something very interesting we read in the Bible, which I think we can apply to this question. We can apply it to this question, and that's over in John chapter 16. When John chapter 16 and verse 1, John writes something very, very interesting. John, the 16th chapter, uh, and verse 1. It says, These things have I spoken unto you, that you should not be offended, okay? So he's writing, Jesus is talking to the church, he's talking to his people, and I believe it was for the the apostles, but I do believe it was for the church of all time. Then he said this at verse 2, they shall put you out of the synagogues, okay? So he's telling, now here he's talking about Messianic Jews, those who believe actually have embraced Jesus as the true Messiah. They shall put you out of the synagogues. Yea, the time comes that whosoever kills you will think that he does God's service. Can you imagine that? There's some who will think that if they kill Christians, 
Okay? If they kill the followers of Jesus Christ, they are doing what God wants them to do. That's exactly what John is teaching here in John 16. Uh, once again, okay, says so that shall put you out of the synagogues, yea, the time comes that whomsoever kills you shall think that they do God's service. And these things will they do unto you, because they've not known the Father, nor me. Okay? Nor me. He says also, but these things have I told you, that when the time shall come, you, you shall remember that I told you of them. And these things I said not unto you at the beginning, because I was with you. All right? So Jesus warned the church that a time would come when there would be those who would uh, call the followers of Jesus Christ evil. Wow. Okay. What kind of church will be left here after the rapture has taken place? We're going to go to our phone lines. Do we have a caller? Michael, welcome to the program. Do you have an answer, sir? Yes, I do. Okay. It's the apostate What's your church. Answer? Uh, say it again. The apostate church. You say it is the apostate church. All right, my friend, you're getting on the Bible Talk program. Throw around those heavy words. Define apostate for us. Second uh, Thessalonians chapter two, verse. Okay. Verse uh, one to three, I think. I think the whole second chapter. Okay, the whole second chapter. You say, and where are you at? Second Thessalonians. First, and, and Thessalonians, I think you're on to something. All right. And basically, what if, if you were to define an apostate church, how would you define it? Um, the religious, um, the, the religious church, religious people that don't have a relationship with God, they're not God's children, they um, the false church. All right, so you're saying that they uh, uh, don't believe the, the right doctrine of God, uh, and basically they are false church? Yeah. All right, sir, you are a scholar for today. Marcus, Thank give you. this man an applause if you can. He has answered the question correctly, so that's real good. Uh, this guy looks like he knows a, a little something-something about biblical prophecy. <laughs> Listen, we appreciate your call, my friend. Oh, thank you, Pastor Voss. Appreciate you, you too. All right, there is one, our first scholar for today. Knocked that one out the park. Uh, and he's right, and he took us to the right passage. And there's other uh, places in the Bible you could go to, but he went to a real good one. Over in Second uh, Thessalonians in chapter 2, where uh, Paul writes, Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, and by our gathering together unto him, that you be not soon shaken in mind, or be troubled, neither by spirit, nor by word, nor by letter, as from us, that the day of Christ is at hand. Let no man deceive you, he says, uh, by any means, for that day shall not come, except there be a falling away first. The falling away is the falling away of the church into apostasy. Now, I believe that that process, with all the false doctrines we have out there and all the false belief systems we have, I believe that process is already going on, right? A falling away first, that the man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. Right? So the apostasy of the church is one of the signs that lets us know that right around the corner, of course, is Jesus Christ 
but also right around the corner is the Antichrist. Why do you think that the Antichrist is going to be able to get so many people to follow him? Okay? Many of them will follow him voluntarily. Why? Because the church will be so apostate, so turned away from the gospel of Jesus Christ, till it would be natural for them to follow someone who is Antichrist. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss, give us a call. If you have any questions about the Bible in general or any questions about prophecy, and when it comes down to prophecy, I am full of questions today. My concern is, can you answer these questions that I'm posing to you, all right? Okay. If you can, grab that phone, give us a call, area code 866-423-9578. But remember, if you have questions of your very own about the Bible, okay, any direction you want to take this program, you can, even though what I'm focusing on on Tuesday, my Prophecy Tuesday, is prophecy material. So I encourage you to call and be a part of this. And basically here I'm going into, uh, let us say, some heavy review material, like this question at number three. This question at number three, it has been answered by prophecy students of mine uh, before. I'm wondering if any of them who are listening can call in and give me the correct answer. Okay? Here is the question. Okay? The question is this. The professing church is symbolized by what? The professing church is symbolized by blank. You got to fill in that blank. Now, I will help. Okay? The blank must be filled in. Okay. The question once again: The professing church is symbolized by blank. What fills in that blank? All I will tell you. The only clue I can give you is: It's a chapter in the book of Revelation. That's it. That's all I'm giving you. What chapter am I talking about? The professing church is symbolized by Revelation what? What? What chapter fills in the blank and what's in that chapter? If you know the answer, give us a call. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, I will talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Is it time for a break, Marcus? Great time. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Chris McCourtney of Salem Media Group, Detroit. We want you to know that Faith Talk Detroit is here during this COVID-19 challenge. You know, I find it interesting that at Jesus' most desperate hour, the final minutes of the Last Supper, and before he's arrested, when he knows what's coming next, he says this from John's Gospel, A new commandment I give you, that you love one another. I know these days are worrisome because I feel that myself. Stay in your church, and if it's hard to do that right now, keep listening to Faith Talk Detroit and our great ministry partners, and let's love one another during this troubled moment. Your church home will be restored soon. I'm confident of that. But until then, Faith Talk Detroit is at your service. My friends, Dennis Prager here, and they're at it again. The left is doing their best 
to silence ideas they don't like. On the college campus, in social media, and at your place of work, if you dare think for yourself and say what you believe, the left will try to shut you down. I've experienced this, and you, your children, and your grandchildren will or already have. My friends, it is time to fight back and defend our values, and that is why I made the film No Safe Spaces. Hollywood doesn't want you to see this film, which is why, believe it or not, this is really amazing, you won't see it on Netflix or Amazon Prime. But now you can watch No Safe Spaces for a limited time at nosafespaces.com. It's time to fight back against the attack on free speech and protect our American values. In any event, it's just a great film. See No Safe Spaces starring Adam Carolla and me at nosafespaces.com. Faith Talk Detroit wants to shine a light on businesses in Metro Detroit that are still open and stepping up to help others during this time. If you've been helped or know of a local restaurant, business, or nonprofit agency that is going out of their way to support our communities, let us know and we'll spotlight their story during our news breaks. Send an email to we're still open at salemdetroit.com. That's we're still open at salemdetroit.com and connect with Faith Talk Detroit on social media. Don't forget, we're still open at faithtalkdetroit.com. Hello, friends. This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win. I've got some exciting news in addition to listening to us on Faith Talk FM 92.7 and AM 1500. You can now stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap Choose News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. And as I understand, we have three callers on the line. Don't go anywhere. I'm going to get to you as soon as we can. First person I want to talk to is Denise. How you doing, Denise? Hi, Pastor Moss. I'm going to answer the question as best as I can. The church okay. of Philadelphia in Revelation 2. Okay, so you said, uh, uh, answer that for me once again. The Church of Philadelphia. The Church of Philadelphia. Okay. All right. Why would you say the Church of Philadelphia? Well, as you talked in our class, it was one of the excellent churches that Jesus plays without a criticism associated with it. Okay. Well, if we look at it, and you're talking about the description of the um, uh, of the uh, of the churches that we find in the Book of Revelation, aren't you? Yes. All right. But uh, what 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 characteristic of that church makes you think that it's the Church of Philadelphia? I'm sorry. Yeah, was there a certain characteristic of that church? Which says well, one thing now. Because uh, are you referring to the fact that it says, Behold, I will make them of the synagogue of Satan? Pardon? That's Philadelphia? Yeah, that's under the, uh, that's under the church of Philadelphia in Revelation chapter 3. And I could see why you could uh, would, would go there in terms of talking about a church that had some problems. 
but you lie, okay? And I will make them come and worship before that speak and know that I will. But all that's talking about there is just talking about those who are persecuting the church of Philadelphia because um, of what they're doing. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm confused now. I thought the Church of Philadelphia was one of the excellent churches that Christ praised because of their faithfulness, and he didn't have any critical things to say about it. So now, how could it be? Could be? That is exactly. But um, uh, what my question was is the, uh, the professing church. My question is the professing church is symbolized by the blank. What symbolizes the professing church? In other words, they are professing to be Christian, but they're not. Oh, well, then I'm sorry, Pastor Moss. I'm mis- mistaken. Oh, that's all right, because <laughs> you were, were, were able to at least cause me to take out one thing that I was putting this church problems, but it's not the Church of Philadelphia. You said you had a question okay. for me, Denise? Yes, there was a pastor's I'm not sure if it's in First or Second Corinthians, the twelfth chapter. It deals with that which can be shaken will be shaken. Okay, and you said First Corinthians uh, chapter twelve. Yes. Okay. And it's about uh, uh, you know what verse are you referencing? I was referring to the verse that deals with that which can be shaken shall be shaken. I'm having a problem. I guess my phone is not. Uh, okay, all right. Well. Yeah, I'm having trouble hearing you. All right, well, listen, thanks, Denise. Okay. All right, having some technical difficulties. Uh, let's go to our next caller. Marsha, you're on the air? Yes. Hello? Yes, Marsha. Do you have an answer for us? Um, I'm trying to wait till my husband. Um, anyway, uh, well, you yes, gotta wait for I your husband to come in, huh? No, I wasn't waiting for him to come in. He doesn't know the answer, Pastor Moss. <laughs> no, no, he doesn't. He, and Pastor Moss, all the class is listening, and I don't know why they're not calling in because I sent a text. Look, all of y'all that's sitting there listening to this question. I just want to let y'all know, you know I've caught you, and I put out big blast. Y'all are all sitting up there knowing this answer and not calling in. And I just so you mean to tell me they're just sitting pretty and they're not they even giving an answer, huh? Right now. I'm telling you, Pastor. <laughs> anyway, I'm trying to answer well, the question. I guess that puts you on the spot then, Marsha. you got to answer. Do you have the answer? Uh, yes, I think I have the answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. What is that answer, my dear? I'm going to say that. Well, first of all, can you can you give me the question again, right quick? Yeah. The question is this: uh, We recognize the fact that uh, when the rapture takes place, if you're looking at this from a pre-trip point of view, if the rapture takes place, then the true church is gone. However, there will be a false church or a professing church left, and then the question was this. At number three, the professing church, a church that, you know, claims to be of God, claims to be uh, motivated and, and guided by God, but it's not. It's just a professing church, and it is symbolized by uh, uh, 
a chapter in the book of Revelation. I'll give you the book. The book of Revelation symbolizes this professing church. Do you know what chapter in the book of Revelation that is and what it's talking about? Is it, is it in the book of um, Revelation 14, uh, 9 through 11? Revelation chapter 14, 9 through 11. Let's look and see what, uh, what Marsha has given us. Revelation chapter 14, starting at verse 9, where it says, And the third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If any man worship the beast and his image, and receive his name, and therefore hid on his hand, the same shall drink of the wine of the wrath, which is poured out without mixture under the cup of indignation, and shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. All right? Now, that, now I would see why you could choose that, Marsha. The imagery there seems to fit, especially whatever kind of worship is going on there, is evil. But remember, the chapter that you're looking at here, this is dealing with the Antichrist, the beast, okay? So the Antichrist okay. wouldn't necessarily uh, be uh, the professing church. Okay? There's something else in the book of Revelation that points to this, uh, this corrupt church. Well, would it be the one that takes the mark of the beast, uh, the symbol 666? Uh, well, no. Anybody who takes the uh, mark of the beast, remember, they're into false worship. But they're worshiping the Antichrist. Okay? They are worshiping the Antichrist. Okay? There is okay. another professing church that comes. All right, Marsha, well, I gave you two chances. Uh, thank you for calling because you definitely gave us a chance to talk about some very interesting information. But when you talk to your t husband, you said he didn't know. You tell him, say, I didn't know either, honey, but I gave it my best he shot. He didn't know. But I do have another question, <laughs> okay. Pastor Moss, right quick. Thank you for calling, Marsha. Appreciate your call. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Henry Moss, still looking for an answer to this question. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Oh, uh, sorry, I'm breaking in. We still got Tony. Tony, how you doing? Tony, are you on the line? Hello? Tony, are you here? Yeah, yeah. All right. Do you have an answer for our question? Uh, no, uh, not actually. But I, I have a question along the same what you're talking about. Uh, sure. sure. Um, in, uh, okay, Second Peter chapter 3, uh, verse 10, but the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. Uh, is this uh, talking about the second coming of Christ? Yeah, if we look at that, in fact, now, and that's some really uh, deep stuff here for Peter to get involved in, and it's very, uh, very solidly uh, prophetic information, right? Uh, in Second Peter yes. chapter 3, uh, where it says yes. in verse 9, the Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some in slackness, but is long-suffering to us, and not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Then, verse 10, but the day of the Lord will come as the thief in the night, the same kind of imagery we see used in the Synoptic Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, 
uh, also by Paul in the Thessalonians, but the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with great uh, noise, and the enemies shall uh, shall melt. I'm sorry, not the enemies, but the elements of the earth shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also, and the works that are therein, shall be burned up. So what that is talking about here is the final climax of the end of the world as we know it. Okay, so that is what that is uh, there dealing with uh, specifically. Uh, right. It's talking about uh, it's actually is what happens yeah, after Jesus Christ comes to the earth. Right, he comes back in Revelation chapter 19. He uh, uh, conquers. Uh, the false prophet, and the Antichrist. Then he sets up his millennial rule in Revelation chapter 20 for a thousand years. And then after that thousand-year period, uh, what we see in Revelation, uh, when we start looking at the uh, millennium, let me find that for you in the book of Revelation. Uh, Last uh, chapters focus on it. And uh, and, and you'll be able to see the similarity between what, Peter is talking about, and what we see in Revelation chapter 21, which right. says in Revelation 21 and 1, And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. So I think that Peter is no doubt looking at the tribulation and then up to this point, and just showing that yeah. uh, uh, yeah, at the, the end the tribulation of the, uh, and ultimate, that, that, the ultimate end, even after the tribulation, the and then after rain. millennium period, is we get a new heavens and a new earth. After the millennium, but he, but, but, but he starts just like uh, Paul, though, when he says the day of the Lord should come as a thief in the night. That I mean, that's the same language Paul used up right before the tribulation, and then he's jumping a thousand years after the millennial reign. Uh, you know, this <laughs> well, what you're saying is really good, I believe. But that, that, what that says is this in God's eyesight, He's putting all eschatological events, events together. And what He's just saying is that since this is an esca- uh, a prophetic event, then in terms of actually knowing the timetable of when it's going to actually start, when these events will actually happen. The Bible doesn't tell us. So that's why he says, as a thief in the night. Uh, There are many things prophetically that are going to catch us absolutely by surprise. Absolutely by surprise. What you said, that he's he's putting them all together. And so that's why I don't understand the great uh, big divide and distinction between the rapture and the second coming. Because what happens is everybody does not believe that there's a great divide. And what I'm telling you is you get no argument out of me. I am a pre-tribber because to me that seems to make sense. But I'm here to tell you, I've studied mid-trib, post-trib, and if you're either of those, you get no argument out of me. The only thing I would just say, be ready when he comes. Because the one thing that Jesus said over and over again, as you know, in all three of the synoptics, is that you will not know the day or the hour. Okay, so we we can study, we can look at charts, and there's some great ones out there. I've read them, many of them, if not all of them. But still, at the end of it, be ready. I think the most important doctrine, my friend, is uh, the imminency that we got to be ready. The Bible encourages us to be ready every day for the Lord. Well, looking for the blessed hope, right? There you the go. There you go. Yep. As long as you're doing that, you're you're fine. And I'm willing to discuss. Yeah. Uh, mid-trib or post-trib with anybody because the bottom line is be ready. Vincent, I thank you for your call. All right, I appreciate his call. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. 
Area code 866-423-9578. We're going to have time for a break. Take a break. We'll be right back. Hello, friends. This is Tom Kitterman, host of Mornings with Meaning, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us at 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap Listen, choose News Talk, and scroll down to Faith Talk Detroit. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. This is David Davenport of the Hoover Institution for Townhall.com. One lesson from the coronavirus crisis is that American rugged individualism is still alive. While many wait for government to solve the problem, countless Americans are at work on it. Perfume companies and distilleries retool to make sanitizer. Automakers manufacture ventilators. Architects make face masks. Everything from education to funerals is reinvented. Rugged individualism was prized on the western frontier, but is now attacked as selfish and out of date. But when a crisis comes, we're glad it's there. One misunderstanding about rugged individualism is that it stands against community. But just as pioneers traveled in wagon trains and built houses together, Americans today help one another with meals, hotel rooms, and groceries. Generosity abounds. When the story of the COVID-19 crisis is written, rugged individualism should be a hero. I'm David Davenport. The Pepperdine School of Public Policy. Preparing leaders in politics and policy. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. It's easy and profitable to be kind to others when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Each day for 30 days, we'll post a new act of kindness you can do for others. On May 2nd, you could win $5,000, and a deserving organization will also receive $5,000 in your name. You can make a difference in others' lives when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Share your kindness with others. Go to faithtalkdetroit.com to enter. That's faithtalkdetroit.com. I had a lady that was in her mid-70s, and I'd sold her timeshare, and that was the lowest I'd ever felt in my life. I knew then that I had to do something to simply not to go to hell for selling timeshare. Chuck McDowell founded Wesley Financial Group to help folks cancel their timeshares permanently. I called her and everybody that I'd sold timeshare to, and I said, this is what I said to you that was a lie, and this is what you need to do to cancel your timeshare. From that point, people started referring friends to me to help them cancel the timeshare, and that's how it all started. I fought the world's largest timeshare company in federal court. If I had lost that lawsuit, there would be no one helping people that have been lied to when they bought timeshare. I guarantee if we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare contract or you'll pay nothing. Call Wesley Financial Group now for a free information kit. 800-296-6868. That's Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. I'm asking some prophecy questions and dealing with one now. Uh, and it's number three on the list for us. The professing church is symbolized by blank. Okay, It is a chapter in the book of Revelation that reveals this answer. Do you know what it is? I think my next caller does. My good friend, Barker. How you doing, brother? 
Hello, Pastor Moss. Good. Hey, long time no here. How you been doing? I've been doing very well, thank you. I miss class. I think I do uh, too, brother. I, I'm a, I miss it too. I'm glad we're able to do do this, but it won't be long. God willing, we'll be back together now in our, in our at the church teaching this. Do you have an? I'm sure that you have an answer to this question. <laughs> okay, be careful now. If a student does poorly, it's a reflection on the teacher usually. Hey, you're right. Don't say that. Don't say that. I think the answer, you, the answer you're looking for is in Revelation 17, where the apostate church is referred to as Mystery Babylon. How about that? I'll tell you what. It gets no better than that. Uh, you know, and, and in the class, you always sit way in the back, but it looks like the best students are in the back. Because you got it absolutely right that this you is do, found. You do know who I, you do know who I am, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, I do. I mean, uh, I, I make fun of you all the time. That's the, the, the joy of having you in class. But you know your stuff, and actually, uh, the, in uh, Revelation chapter seventeen, it's called the woman and the beast, and uh, so this is actually talking about uh, the syncretism and the ecumenicalism that goes so far. So basically all religions are the same. doesn't make any difference which, which God you worship. And the verses that capture it uh, are Revelation chapter 17, verse 4 and 5. And the woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet covered and decked with gold and precious stones and pearls, having a golden cup in her hand full of abominations and filthiness of her fornication. And upon her forehead was a name written, Mystery Babylon, the Great, the mother of harlots, and the abominations of the earth. And I don't have to tell you, Barker, you know, and remember in class, that takes us back to Genesis chapter 11, where we had the Tower of Babel. Same thing they tried mm -hmm. to do there. Everyone got together, and they wanted to reach heaven, okay? Uh, and so we see here false worship, okay, false worship. And this will be uh, uh, something that will be a part of the... Uh, uh, let us say, of the professing church. It will profess to be godly, but you know, as I do, that the only church that's godly is the one that recognizes uh, John, John 14, 6, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me, period. Right. So you're exactly so right. You are a scholar well, for today, my friend. Is there any questions you got for me? No, other than to clear something up, I was... the. Your station doesn't come in very clear here all the time, but I've listened last Tuesday, I think it was, and you were reading in First Thessalonians chapter 5, in verse 2, the phrase, the day of the Lord, cometh as a thief in the night. And I thought you said that that referred to the rapture when I thought it referred to the second coming. Did I hear that wrong? Well, what I think is what it refers to, you know, it's talking about prophecy in general, and there it's talking about also tribulation. We don't know exactly when the events are going to begin. We know certain things that, are, that come before them, but in terms of when they actually occur, we don't know. You know? So the day of the Lord, as you know, is actually uh, a term that can includes the coming of Jesus. But also, if you look at the Old Testament, the day of the Lord, the day of wrath, Talking about tribulation, okay? So all of right, that this will hit man uh, where he doesn't know. Now there could be some reasons for that. Could be that they will be in darkness because the pre-trib rapture is taking place, and they, you know, they don't they don't know which way they're going. But still, what the Bible promises to uh, it tells us that uh, even for us to keep in mind that you know God, the Lord comes.
is a thief in the night. And that means with everything it has to appertain with it. Uh, there's a lot that we don't know about timing when it comes down to some of these future events. Now, you know, like I do, that we can see by looking at what's happening in our world that things are forming to, uh, to, to reach some of these goals that we see in prophecy, right? Like Mystery Babylon, that's what, what's happening now. It started in Genesis 11, all the religions of the world getting together, and that's continued to be a process that's going on. We see what's happening in Europe. We see Russia aligned with uh, Middle Eastern countries. We see a lot of things that are happening, getting the stage ready. But when that curtain is going to go up, see, Margaret, that, that's the problem that we have in biblical prophecy. Right. Okay, Pastor Moss, I appreciate your help. I appreciate your program, and look forward to seeing you soon, okay? All right. Thank you, and I appreciate you calling, being on the program today. God bless you. All right. The number to call, Eric, 866-423-9578. Got to take a break, and we'll be right back. This is David Davenport of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. One lesson from the coronavirus crisis is that American rugged individualism is still alive. While many wait for government to solve the problem, countless Americans are at work on it. Perfume companies and distilleries retool to make sanitizer. Automakers manufacture ventilators. Architects make face masks. Everything from education to funerals is reinvented. Rugged individualism was prized on the western frontier, but is now attacked as selfish and out of date. But when a crisis comes, we're glad it's there. One misunderstanding about rugged individualism is that it stands against community. But just as pioneers traveled in wagon trains and built houses together, Americans today help one another with meals, hotel rooms, and groceries. Generosity abounds. When the story of the COVID-19 crisis is written, rugged individualism should be a hero. I'm David Davenport. The Pepperdine School of Public Policy. Preparing leaders in politics and policy. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Hello, friends. This is Evangelist Anita Campbell, host of Bible Talk. I've got some exciting news now. In addition to listening to us on 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap the News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun. Sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. WLQVFM 92.7 and AM 1500, Faith Talk Detroit. Now, more than ever, a random act of human kindness can make a difference in a person's life during difficult times. As the community comes together, turn to us for daily encouragement and as a voice of hope. We are Faith Talk Detroit. Hi, this is Chris McCourtney of Salem Media Group Detroit. We want you to know that Faith Talk Detroit and the Patriot Detroit are here during these days. We're a source of solid information, support, resources, and calm so you can make all the right decisions decisions for you and your family. This is an important coronavirus update from the nonprofit Global Healthy Living Foundation. Do you or a loved one live with a chronic illness? If so, you and your family may be at a higher risk for contracting the COVID-19 coronavirus. The Global Healthy Living Foundation has made free information and support available for your protection and well-being. Go to ghlf.org to enroll in their free patient support program to get updates and information related to the coronavirus outbreak. Protect yourself and your family. Visit ghlf.org today. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. 
Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emory Moss. Missing my prophecy class so much. Uh, still doing what I can on the radio to reach you. I can't wait till we get back together again. Right now, we have on the line uh, Thelma, our financial uh, officer. Uh, well, there's a number of things we, we call her, but that's one of them. Uh, uh, Thelma, how you doing? I'm great. That is one of the names I am called. Hi, I was just um, calling to thank everyone who has been uh, sending in donations via Gilify and or mail and also bill pay. So with the bill pay, it's still you sign up on your bank. If, you're, if we're not already on there, just go ahead and add us on as a payee, put in Strictly Biblical or SBBTM. Um, and our address is 10709 Grand River Avenue. Detroit, Michigan, 48204. That's 10709 Grand River Avenue, Detroit, Michigan, 48204. And give a file. You can go ahead and do any engine search. You can go to strictlybiblical.org, and it's uh, located a few places on there. And we also have a space on there to donate to today's prophecy class, also the Monday Bible study and precepts too, the Wednesday night class. And also another way to send in donations still is regular postal mail. And we'll also get those donations as well. Well, Thelma, I want to thank you very much. That was a real uh, good breakdown on ways that people can continue to give. Uh, And it's good to see, uh, well, we thank God for technology and uh, that ministries can continue, even though it goes through some rough times. So uh, thank you uh, very much uh, for filling all of us in. And uh, hopefully uh, people will uh, just be moved by God to give and uh, continue to support Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries uh, and this radio program because without their donations, we, um, uh, we just wouldn't be able to do, uh, do it without them. So we appreciate it very much. And as I always ask you, Thelma, are there any questions that you have outside of what I you think, said? I do. Um, I wanted to – you just kind of cover, like, Mark 4.10. Okay, Mark chapter 4 and verse 10. Is that right? It has like the purpose of the parables. Okay, Mark 4 and 10. Okay. Now here's a, a brush of fresh air. Even though I love talking about prophecy, it's good to maybe deviate just a little bit. And after all, this is Bible talk, so we can, so we can do that. So you're at Mark 4 and 10, right? Yeah. Okay, we'll read into it at verse 9. And he said unto them, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. And when he was alone, they they that were about him with the twelve asked of him the parable. Okay? Um, So your question is... um, Well, yeah, I guess we're reading down to twelve then. Like, was he talking about um, once... If you're a Christian already, you're going to understand everything, but if you're not, unless you're a Christian, you're not going to understand or get anything. Yeah, yeah, very interesting, right? Uh, like in verse 11, Mark 4:11, and he said unto them, Unto you it is given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God. That's right. Once you become a believer, uh, based upon 2 Corinthians 11 also, uh, we have illumination from the Holy Spirit to be able to understand things that, uh, that uh, just as a natural person you wouldn't be able to understand. But as a Christian, being guided by the Holy Spirit, you do. So you're right. It says unto you, this is what Jesus says, Unto you is given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God. But unto them that are without, all these things are done in parables, um, that seeing they may see and not perceive, and hearing they may hear and not understand, least at any time 
they should be converted and their sin should be forgiven them. So what that is telling us, if we look at it in context, is that the believer, okay, really is more interested in tearing down the gospel than building it up. Uh, they live a lifestyle which is not conducive to understanding the Word of God. If you, uh, definitely you can understand some plain things in the Bible, but unless you really are a believer in Jesus Christ, you don't get the kind of illumination that causes you to be able to understand uh, the deep things of the Word of God. Uh, in fact, uh, that's why we pray, because it's through the Word of God that, uh, that, that sinners get saved. Now, once they do get saved, and they get converted and become new creatures in Christ, as it tells us in Second Corinthians 5.17, then their understanding is open. But I'll tell you what, you can go to seminaries, Thelma. Here's the interesting thing. You can go to seminaries with guys who have PhDs in biblical studies, but they're unbelievers. And if they're unbelievers, uh, their approach to it is very superficial. They really don't understand uh, all the, in fact, they usually wind up studying the Bible to try to contradict it <laughs> rather than to believe what it says. So definitely it does take the illumination of the Holy Spirit uh, to cause us to be able to understand Scripture. Well, thank you again, Pastor Mark. All right. Thank you for calling. Thank you for your questions. And also thank you for your contribution. All right, everyone. The number to call is area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. And we've only just begun. Yeah, we're going to be dealing with prophecy, uh, prophecy review, also going on in some new lessons. But I want all of you prophecy students out there, okay, who, who are listening, to make sure that you um, uh, keep reviewing and reviewing so you don't forget all the wonderful things we talked about in our class so that when we resume it, you will be ready to go. Uh, uh, so definitely there are more questions I will be uh, asking, uh, uh, and these are from some previous prophecy tests that you had, all right? So uh, you might want to break those out and, uh, and give answers. All I want to do is keep you guys fresh uh, with this material. Uh, some of it will be new. Some of it will go back to the day. But all of it is material that you need to know. Uh, and so remember to always tune in here on uh, 1500 AM WLQV. Uh, where I'm here Monday through Friday, that's right, Monday through Friday, on the air most times, encouraging you to call and to listen. So Bible study still goes on. Uh, and I will be uh, teaching Monday night Bible study on Monday here. Tuesday will be the prophecy class. Uh, Wednesday when I'm on, as relationships, me and Sister Moss will be dealing with that. And so uh, definitely ministry still goes on. We encourage you to support us. We need your support. Um, uh, so we appreciate it very much. Um, we have someone on the line. Hello, Laura. Yes, how are you tonight, Pastor Moss? Just great. How are you? I'm doing well, doing well. Uh, Pastor Moss, I was I wanted to ask the question. Um, I had heard once that uh, uh, that uh, Jesus can't come back, or Christ can't come back. Uh, well, he's coming through Israel, I heard. And when he comes back, he he can't come back until uh, Israel receives him. Uh, at this point in time, Israel has rejected him. Is that something that has any truth in it? My goodness, that has a lot of truth in it. That's like a big, powerful mountain of truth right there that you said. But the only problem is we're out of time, 
because it takes a detailed answer. But what you're saying has a lot of merit. So you've opened up the door to what we're going to be talking about the next uh, Tuesday here on our prophecy class. What is the place of Israel in biblical prophecy? That must be understood. And it's not being understood now by many in the church, okay? Uh, Definitely in our prophecy class, I'm sure there are many who can have an answer to this. But we're going to see next time because that's one of the questions that is on my list. So I hate to tell you, but you just have to wait. But you did give me a real uh, uh, something here that we're going to deal with, and this will be the question out of the box next Tuesday. How is that? Oh, that's great. That's great. Uh, All right. Just for you and for the rest, so you make sure you tune in. The place of Israel in biblical prophecy. We want to find out that God's not through with Israel yet. Right now, the nation as a whole is in a state of apostasy, but God is going to turn that all around. But I'm not going to tell you, not tonight. Someone else will tell you, no doubt, next time on Tuesday on the Prophecy Program. So we encourage you just to tune in as we continue to look at these things, and I thank you for our caller. All right, you take care. That number to call. Even though we're at the end of our road right now, uh, getting ready, of course, uh, for uh, a time of relaxation, but then renewal as we continue to study the Word of God. I want to encourage all of you out there uh, to uh, just continue to pray, uh, pray for our world, pray for the church, uh, realize that uh, God is good and, you know, all things, regardless of how terrible they are work together for good to those who love God and are called according to his purpose. So let us remember to keep all of the members of Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries in prayer uh, and all of the churches in general, all Christian churches in general, and pray for our world as well. Uh, Look forward to God bringing us through this and uh, of us uh, continuing our work on on an even grander scale. Uh, And hopefully what has happened in our world It does something to bring us closer together to each other, and also, hopefully, it does does something to get us closer to Christ. This is Pastor Mark. Thanking all of you for tuning in and listening. God bless you. See you next time. Sponsored by Bible Bootcamp Ministries. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.